0: Before we get started on today's episode, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Anchor. If you're interested in starting your own podcast and you're not sure what platform to use, look no further than Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast today, and it gives you everything you need for free. You can edit your podcast, create artwork, and import your own music all from your mobile app. Another great feature of Anchor is that you don't have to worry about understanding how the RSS feed works and all the other technical difficulties that went into making a podcast back in the days. All you have to do is record your podcast and Anchor will send your episode out to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and others. If all that isn't enough, Anchor also gives you the opportunity to make money off your podcast. With no minimal listenership, You can start making money today by using ads. So this is what I need you to do. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Proverbial Life Podcast. Today, I want to show you that there is another ministry that has gone woke. Yes, folks, don't be surprised. It's true. There is another ministry that has gone woke. We have seen so many people drift astray. We've seen some of our theological heroes or some of your theological heroes go astray. People in Big Eva who were once the darlings of Christian conferences, people who once were together for the gospel are now drifting away in believing this woke ideology and instituting this in their seminaries, in their sermons, and weaving it into different books and lectures that they're giving to their students. Well, we should not be surprised, right? If the pulpits have drifted away and they're embracing this woke worldview, this CRT ideology and framework, then, then the people are going to believe it. And the people that are being trained at these seminaries are going to go out and be pastors and organizational leaders and you name it, right. They're going to go out into society and teach things that they've learned. And so the point is, is that when the pulpit goes astray, it affects Every other area and it affects culture. So I am not surprised that this ministry, this organization that I'm going to show you who it is here in a moment has gone astray. Not surprised at all. But there's a lot of articles that I've read about um, this uh, ministry. And it's uh, I'll just let you know, it's the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army has embraced critical race theory. I've read several articles about their embrace of um, you know, woke ideology in essence, right? So, So they have a training, a teaching training that they're giving their employees or their volunteers, and particularly the white ones, because they're the ones who need to repent for their sin of whiteness. And so they have this DVD, not DVD, they have this training that's going forth Teaching them um, to, you know, remember the sin of racism in their organization and the sin of whiteness that needs to be repented by the white people who work for the organization or who volunteer for the organization. And so these people have embraced a lot. And I believe it was last year, if not, yeah, I think it was last year, They they took in three point three million dollars. Three point three million dollars from giving the, the people who have given to this organization. So they're getting a lot of money from people who are desiring to give and want to give to a charity for a good cause, uh, and they need to be held accountable with the money that they're getting. Right. So, so we're giving the money, or people are giving the money, and they're using these funds to create curriculum that are teaching their volunteer workers that they need to repent of their sin of being white, right? That they need to uh, rectify the racism that was done in the past and do all they can to make it right with people of color. Like these, These are the kinds of ideas that are being taught, propagated in their new curriculum. Let's talk about racism. So I want to play a video, but below I'm going to post some of the articles that I read. I read three articles, uh, Newsweek, two other ones that I thought were good. They just gave some really good detail and some context uh, with this ministry as pertains to this new curriculum that they have coming out uh, that's actually out already. But I want to play a video clip for you that I thought was just a good soundbite and give you an overview of... Some of the ideas that the Salvation Army is embracing uh, when it comes to this woke nonsense. So listen to this video. Here we go. The
1: thing is that, as, as you said,
0: most uh, uh, people... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We
1: now let's move along to... Uh... The US Salvation Army, not talking about the local branch. And what do they say? Go woke, go broke? Well, in the US, uh, some of the Salvation Army's longtime donors are withdrawing their support from the charitable organization because of its embrace of woke ideology. There you go. So, Prue, they essentially want you to hand over your money and also apologize for your white privilege. Um,
0: hand over your money and apologize for your white privilege. Right? We'll we'll take your money. Okay, don't don't get us wrong. We're gonna take your money. But once you put your money in this red bucket, you need to apologize for your white privilege.
1: This is just uh incredible stuff they want you to dismantle white privilege disrupt the western prescribed nuclear i mean this is just bizarre stuff for a a group that relies on the generosity of its donors
0: it goes to say along with coins this christmas salvation army wants white donors to offer a quote sincere apology for their racism this is insane this is insane, you know, repenting for their sin of being white, a sincere apology for their racism. Um, you know, if, if this, this individual, uh, and his wife was it Richard and Janet Munn, uh, are, are indeed advocating for racism and they've had this sin harbored in their hearts. Then maybe they should step down from this organization. How about you, not just tell me about your contrite and broken heart, but why don't you express it through your actions? I mean, get your heart right, repent, and and turn away from your racism, and uh, and then and then we'll take it from there, right? Let, let's put in someone who isn't white in place. Oh, excuse me, who isn't racist, right? Because because everyone white is racist, uh, according to this worldview. Everyone who's white has this privilege that they need to denounce and forsake, and they need to sincerely apologize for racism. For racism, this is insane. This is the lunacy that we're seeing in our day. This upside down world. L- let's listen up.
1: Annoys me is that they've probably had some infiltrator from this woke movement. It just takes one person to come in, make people feel uncomfortable and guilty, and they're bullied into accepting this nonsense.
0: Did you hear that? It just takes one infiltrator, just one, just one person who comes in covert, one person who comes in, you know, and they want equity. Right. The, the, this one person to come in and bring change for the better. And then this person gets put in leadership or is um, trusted with more influence and responsibility and now is able to make decisions. You see, we we don't think these sorts of things happen, but they do. They have happened and they do happen. Right. Right. There's countless examples that that can that can be brought up Uh, even when it comes to the the Black Lives Matter movement. There were many uh, protesters who were put there and by by people who were paying them to protest. Right. You think about the, the, the countless amount of testimony of people who were funded by people above them to protest so that they can raise hell as it were right and and raise a havoc and so 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 it just takes an infiltrator that's my point it just takes a person to come in and, and and to learn the system and to know the system and 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 to dismantle it right and because that's their end now that's her commentary on it is that the case? I don't know. Maybe. Right. Maybe there was a person, maybe uh, th- this individual, Richard and his wife uh, and, and the other leaders just feel a, a sense of white guilt. And so maybe they feel like they need to express this white guilt in this way. Maybe they're just virtual signaling. Maybe they're feeling pressure from people who 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 are giving. Right. I'd be interested to see the funds that are coming in. I know that there were $3.3 million that were given to this, uh, to the Salvation Army, uh, by giving right from, from giving. So when you're dealing with money and you're dealing with people, you're, 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 you're dealing with people who are more likely because of the sinfulness of our hearts to be turned. And again, I don't know. I'm not saying that that is the case. I'm saying that that is often the case, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case here. But this sounds like a, a virtual virtue signal, right? They're virtue signaling, you know. But we, we've got racism too, right? I, I'm a white man, and this is, you know, started by a white individual and so this is a racist institution right this is what everyone else is saying and so we're following suit claiming the same things and so whatever the motive is it's stupid it's 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 foolish it's crazy and people see through it and i hope i hope that people stop volunteering right if you don't embrace CRT and woke ideology, right? If you, if you, if you're, if you don't think that you as a white person need to apologize for a sin that you did not commit, then you should not be giving to this organization and you should not be volunteering for this organization. Right now, I'm not saying we just need to be boycotting everything, right? Because no organization is perfect, no institution aside from the church and, uh, you know, God's God's design for the church and uh, his desire for the church uh is perfect, right? The church in and of itself is not perfect. I just feel like I need to get into all the nuances of that uh before we move on. But but the point is is that uh we we're not obligated to these ministries because they were faithful in the past. Right? We're not. And if they're going to go astray, uh, oftentimes how we can communicate that we are not in line and we're not in favor with this, this anti-godly, anti-biblical worldview is by speaking with our money and speaking with our time. And that's something worth considering here.
1: And the sad thing is that, as as you said, most people... Who donate will just be turned away from the salvos and they do such wonderful jo- work in the community i just hope a it doesn't come here and b that it doesn't affect the salvos here because we we love the salvos they've always been there at times of need but when you have this kind of nonsense starting to come into nonsense. charities with heart and you think wow this this, this society is getting so sick i just uh, Carol, let me read you a little bit about, you know, what they want people to, to do. Listen to this. They, they say that they want uh, white Christians to repent and.
0: White Christians to repent.
1: Offer, I quote, a sincere apology to blacks for being antagonistic.
0: A sincere apology to blacks for being antagonistic.
1: Uh, to black people or the culture, values, and interests of the black community.
0: You hear that? to black people or the culture values and interests of the black community insane
1: I mean, again this stuff is just so race obsessed backward and really unintentionally it's racist a lot of this anti-racist ideology is at its heart fairly patronizing and racist yeah. Yeah, it is, Rita. And look, ultimately, it's a charity. And people do like to um, be generous and give money. But they they do it because it makes them feel good. They do it because they feel like they're contributing, that they're helping the lives of others. If you have to... Uh, donate and be made to feel bad at the same time well look there's plenty of charities out there where you can give them your money and they would be grateful for it come and, on, a, and bro. a lot of people you know that they do like to be generous but that they don't want to cop a lecture and often come they're on. asking us to repent for sins that aren't ours well look as Christians know Jesus did that for us oh. the rest of us we just have to <laughs> repent for our own sins ah, come now on. let's move along to uh,
0: Come on. You're asking us to repent for sins that's not ours. Let's go. That's it. Jesus took on my sin at the cross. Right? There are sins that we battle as individuals. And those are things that we need to die to. We need to kill. Brothers and sisters, if there are sins that others are trying to place on us, especially... Because it's of the color, but by virtue of the color of my skin, how foolish we've been beguiled into thinking that, that, that these things are, are sins that, that need to be attributed to us because of the color of a person's skin. And so I get a little amped up fellas, everyone, I get a little amped up because it's frustrating and it's, uh, it's sad, but I want to hear your thoughts. Let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, if you like this video, please share it. If you have not subscribed to the channel, please continue, consider doing so. The Proverbial Life is a podcast where we encourage Christians to look to Christ, live wisely, and leave a legacy behind for generations to follow. There's also some links in the description below. Leave a comment behind. Till next time, grace and peace.